Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. Let's go to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline, bringing John Costco Pro Football Focus. What's going on, John? G. Bush, man. How you doing? Hey, man. Listen, man. We ain't talked to you in a while. Definitely had to, uh, you know, get you back on. Uh, and, and, and kind of talk to you. We haven't we haven't talked since a lot of things went down, right? Um, there's been a lot yeah. of joints been going on. And we, you know, this John Watson. We got you know the, the OTAs. We've been into a lot of different things. So let's go ahead and, and start from um, I guess the beginning. Um, let's get to to the Deshaun Watson situation. Now I'm not going to ask you about the, the the suspension. We'll we'll, we'll we can talk about that till we're blue in the face. Who knows what he's going to get? Um, let's get to the football field. And uh, what is it exactly he brings to the table? Uh, I, I remember talking to Mary Kay. I talked to a lot of the other people that were out there in, in camp. And they came back astonished. Like, like, wow, like this guy, this guy is, uh, this guy is really good. He has like Hall of Fame talent. And I was confused why they were like really, um, I was confused why they really didn't understand he was that good. Um, from your perspective, and, and where you got a pro football focus, where do you guys have Deshaun Watson in terms of where his skill set is, where where the, in that pecking order, and what makes him good or, or great at, at just what makes him that special? Yeah, so I mean, going into the 2021 season, you know, when before all this went down, we had him as the number two quarterback going into the season behind Patrick Mahomes. That's how good we had him as. Uh, he, you know, coming out of the 2020 season, he was the, you know, he, he graded as the third best quarterback in the NFL that season. Uh, had a, a wins above replacement that was uh, extremely elite, um, and had, I mean, obviously they come off a season where they, you know, only went what four and twelve or something like that, but it was through no fault of his own. He he was putting up 30 plus points a game, and his defense was giving up. Uh, in the upper 30s. So, you know, it's pretty hard to win games in the NFL when you do that. What he brings to the table is, is extreme, you know, really good accuracy, poise in the pocket, uh, the ability to navigate uh, pressure, uh, to extend plays with his feet, and he's got a really good uh, arm with by himself. He can make throws from any platform. Um, he's a, he's the a type of quarterback, like, that you, you need to, to, to win in the modern NFL. Uh, and he brings all that swagger with him to, on the field. Um, and he can he can perform in clutch situations. So he he brings it all that you you want from a uh, a skill standpoint. Uh, he has a you know Baker Mayfield had a had a strong arm, but when Baker Mayfield had a strong arm, I mean, he needed to put his entire body into it. 
Deshaun Watson doesn't have to do that. He can he can flick it with his wrist and just his arm. He doesn't need to have uh, his base under him to make those types of throws. He can still throw it 50 yards down the field on a, on a you know off platform. So uh, he just has a little bit more uh, arm talent to him. I would say I'd call it arm talent rather than. Um, you know, maybe, maybe he can't, you know, when he gets his full base under him, maybe he can't throw it 70 plus yards in the air like Baker could, which is some, you know, it's pretty special, but like, you don't need that in the NFL. That's just absolutely something you don't need. You need to have, be able to have touch with your throws, which Baker didn't and Deshaun Watson does. So he just has a little bit more, uh, to his game from a, from a skill standpoint, more athleticism. Um, and you know, he shows up on, on a grading standpoint. He's been consistently getting better every single year of his career. You know, when I looked at it and they got to trade, because we haven't um, talked kind of kind of since then, when you when they were able to upgrade um, and get Deshaun Watson, um, given what they already had on offense, right? Given what they had uh, in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt when healthy, and then at the same time already getting Mari Cooper because he was already on the roster prior to them making the deal for Deshaun Watson. What was your initial thoughts about the, the ceiling or the upside for the Cleveland Browns offense um, when you when you uh, looked at the accusation, accusa- uh, you know, acquiring those two guys? Um, I mean, I thought it was an instant Super Bowl contender. Uh, you, you, you add an elite quarterback to your team, and um, with the roster that the Browns had, it, it, it vaults them into that top five uh, team consideration because we, we knew what the, the Browns had in, tw- you know, going in, in 2020. They won a playoff game. They only added talent to that roster, only got better. The defense performed lights out in, in 2021, and what held them back was their offense, mainly because of uh, Baker Mayfield and he had his injuries and, and whatnot. But you add an elite level quarterback that can consistently play at that level that that puts you into that. You're, you're going into that final four situation where you're, you're going to be into that AFC championship consideration pretty much year in year out uh, with the talent that the Browns have already. So uh, it puts them, it puts them right there. You, you have a Amari Cooper, a caliber player like him. Um, and, and the quarterback elevates the talent of the, those receivers. You know, I, I know that everybody wants to add, more wide receivers to this room and, and, you know, cause there's unproven talent, especially obviously you have David Bell and uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones and Anthony Schwartz. I know they're all unproven um, because they, they haven't really shown much yet so far in the NFL. They have, you know, especially obviously David Bell cause he doesn't, he's a rookie, but an, an elite level quarterback makes those guys look better. And you don't worry about those types of guys as much. I think the collection of talents they have and the skill sets that they have, is a good room, and now it's on Deshaun Watson to elevate that. Talking to John Costco in the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Uh, of course, John's with Pro Football Focus. Speaking of David Bell, where did you guys have him rated coming out of uh, out of Purdue? You know, when they first drafted him, I was like, I don't know about this. We were all looking. At, I think we were all looking for speed guys and. Um, Will Fuller was bounced around. Um, Cook, Brandon Cooks was bounced around. Even bringing Jarvis Landry back, even though he's not a burner, they talked about that. Um, as far as him coming out and, and with um, his his mo was coming out of Purdue, um, I heard from a lot of publications that he was a really highly rated um, a guy that could really catch the football and was kind of a sleeper pick. Uh, where did you guys have him uh, coming into this draft? Yeah, go- going before the combine and him having a bad combine, we had him as a as a late second round type pick. Uh, really like his tape, his 
Uh, he, bro- he broke the most tackles in, in college football this year after the catch um, and was, has really good body control, uh, really good hands, really good route runner. So all the things that you want, the thing is on, on tape you didn't see was, the, you know, explosion. And after the combine, you, you know why. Um, and it's, it was a really bad combine. So he, we dropped you know, because of that, you kind of drop in the in the, uh, the board that way and turns into a fourth round type grade. Um, I think uh, you know sometimes you don't know what what happens at a combine. Is the guy injured? Is he is he trying to battle through some type of you know hamstring pull or something like that? And he's actually just you know gutting it out. Don't know, right? But um, you know, I think I from a tape perspective, you know, liked what you saw because he has you know he's a very productive receiver, physical. Um, but the the problem is when you when you run that slow at the draft or in the combine, it, you know you're 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 going into the, the the low percentiles of like you know successful wide receivers. So, I mean, I I liked him, but the problem is that his his combine is obviously a big red flag. Uh, looking at the the contract with, with David and Joker, right? Um, there's a lot of people who are, I, I'm I'm guessing. You know, there, it, people weren't upset, but it surprised a lot of people. There are some people that's a little upset about it, um, the contract. But for me, I, I mean, I, you you definitely have to think about it. it. It it's not really an indictment on the the um and David and Joker and the Browns. I think it's more of an indictment on where they thought the quarterback play was. I, I think they're paying David and Joku based on the fact that he's still young, still has a lot of good athletic uh, traits about him. Um, that that you can mold. I think they can still can consistently make him better, and I think that they're they're paying him for what the upside is going to be. And also, as you mentioned before, playing with Deshaun Watson. Um, did, what, what did you think of the contract? And uh, and when you first initially saw it, and do you think is a is a good deal or a bad deal um, for Njoku? So you know, when I first initially saw it, I thought it was a bit of an overpay. Um, you know, you, you kind of dive into it a little more and. Um, Part of it is, is Njoku has, has an elite level of athleticism. He's like the, the most athletic tight end we've seen come out in college, out of college football in, in years. Um, and one of the things that happens with the, the like a athletic phenoms at tight end position is that they tend to bloom very late and they late, they bloom in their second contracts. You, you look at a guy like Vernon Davis, who was another freak type athlete. Um, didn't didn't take off until the second half of his career with the 49ers, and a lot of and a lot of tight ends they tend to do that after they've left their initial teams and they get better at, at, with their second teams because they they take these athletic freaks and then they go well they didn't you know pan out for us but tight end is the most one of the most difficult positions to actually play at a high level early on you don't get very many of them early on you get you get late bloomers and so Joku's profile fits that type of a, of a late blooming tight end uh, because of that athleticism. So if he can follow in that, the mold of the, those other guys, you know, Benjamin Watson, Delaney Walker, Jared Cook, Martellus Bennett, all these Greg Olson, all these guys bloomed really, you know, late in their second, you know, second contract. So I think that's what the Browns are banking on when they, they make the signing. Is it an overpay in it right now? Sure. But if he, you know, kind of molds into that and, it has this second contract takeoff, which you see from tight ends all the time. That's what you're hoping when you when you sign him like that. And you know, you obviously with Deshaun Watson, you're going to hope that he can, you know, do what we you expect him to do with that contract. When we look at that, 
and you look at uh, not only the David and Joku move, um, I, I also believe to that point. I, I think that they they feel like he's going to be a guy that they they're going to feature a lot. I think that you look at David Bell. Um, you ask why why aren't they bringing any other receivers? Well, I think they envision that uh, you know Deshaun Watson is going to look for his tight end a lot more, and I think um, they envision David Njoku as a person that that uh, can do that. And if you look at his, you know, one of the things that he can do, and he's done well, even if they haven't, he hasn't really, you know been a great blocker in the past. He's been working on that, getting a little better. Um, if he hasn't had the production as far as his yards per game, one thing that he has always done is catch touchdowns well as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that is a good point where, you know, maybe this offense they're wanting to look make it look more kind of like the, the San Francisco 49ers offense where George Kittle is, is utilized or maybe Kansas City Chiefs where you, you utilize Travis Kelsey and he's your – your second number wide, you know, wide receiver, rather than you know thinking your wide receiver room needs talent, you've got that tight end that can make that production happen. And and Njoku, he's a big body guy that can catch over the middle of the field up high, um, and with his athleticism can get open for those touchdowns. So you're right. I think I think they envision it that way, um, where you know you've got the uh, the uber athletic tight end, you've got a already stud out out wide at, at Amari Cooper, and then you got a good collection of talent around them. You still got Harrison Bryant too, also at that tight end position. Who, um, you know, coming out of t- out of college was, uh, you know, Mackey Award winner. Uh, you know, graded extremely well. Had a really good production as a receiver. Again, tight end take time to develop. He's a guy that could also bloom late, right? You know, and, and his uh, he's not the uber athletic type, but he could. Generally speaking, you're getting third and fourth year where you start to see the good production from a tight end. And David Njoku kind of showed that. He's, his on his trajectory is starting to swoop upwards, um, you know, in his grade and his production. Uh, he had a really good second year, by the way. I, I don't know if how many people know that, but he was one of the, uh, you know, like a top five, you know, graded tight end in his second season. Things have fallen apart mainly because of the regime changes that happened, but he's starting to go on on the upswing there. So, uh, yeah, you're right. I like the they they might view him as their number two weapon in the receiving game this this year and moving forward. Let me get to let me get to this. Um I, this is the, the the question of the day. Um you know when I was texting with you the other day, I was just like, man, this is this is what I want to get to. You know, there was a poll on and I wouldn't even say it's a poll. Uh, someone on Odyssey and it was just, you know, on Twitter um basically said it from Odyssey and it was it wasn't even Odyssey like sports. It was just like all right, well, this is a, a, one of our opinion pieces. We'll just throw it out there. And so they have, when it looks, they have the order of the AFC North running backs. And they have Najee Harris over Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb. And I was just like, are you serious? Like, and I think a lot of people said maybe it, maybe it was just for clicks, but I, I was just sitting there thinking, like, no one actually believes that. Like, no one believes that that Najee Harris is better than Joe Mixon or Nick Chubb. And as a matter of fact, their top five, four list in the division was Najee Harris, Nick Chubb, uh, Joe Mixon, and then, and then third or fourth, excuse me, was J.K. Dobbins. And I was like, I, I think Kareem Hunt is better than J.K. Dobbins. What are you talking about? Uh, if you had to rank the running backs uh, in the AFC North, where would you put those guys? Yeah, so I, I thought the the Twitter account name was actually Audacity because I, I don't know how they have the audacity to, to post <laughs> something like that. And because it's 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 
also seemed like a fantasy pose, right? Right. Like, sure, in fantasy, you're taking you're taking Najee Harris over any of those guys for sure. So you know, I just kind of was like brushed it off. I was like, uh, all right, they're not getting my click. So um, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're talking talent, you're you're putting uh, Najee Harris fourth on that list behind Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon and, and Kareem Hunt and. And to be honest, if Kareem Hunt was a feature back, he might be the best in, in the division because we saw what he did when he was with Kansas City. He led the, the league in rushing two out of the three years. He was a starter there, um, was putting up you know phenomenal numbers, obviously in that Kansas City offense, but we see what kind of talent he is. And what he brings to the table for the Cleveland Browns when he's out on the field, uh, he's a difference maker. So. I think you know it's a it's a dumb list, and uh, he Najee Harris is the fourth best running back in in the division. And you know another thing that uh, allows me to just move on from a click like that is that it's, it's their running backs. They you know they don't really matter all that much, which you know they they do, but you know it's the the running joke that goes around on Twitter that running backs don't matter. So yeah, you know I'd put you know obviously Nick Chubb is. is incredibly talented he's graded as like the best running back not you know the second best around with Derrick Henry for the past four years um so I mean it's it's a ridiculous it's there it's a ridiculous tweet that uh I they didn't get my my clicks and my uh uh whatever and audience score or whatever it is that you get on Twitter when you when you get a lot of uh uh views and and responses to them so it was a uh there like I said the, the audacity that they had to post something <laughs> like that is uh, <laughs> something else. At 30 seconds here, um, really quickly, um, will the Browns be a running team or passing team in 2022? Passing team. You don't, you don't, you don't pay a lot of money to an elite-level quarterback to become a running team. I think every – you know, look at Stefanski's offenses over the – you know, in Minnesota and Cleveland Browns so far, they've been running teams – because uh, they don't have the, the quarterback that can execute a, a pass-first offense. And now they do, and now they, they can become a modern uh, NFL offense, and then they'll be able to use, utilize the, the pass-first to take the lead, run the, the salt away the game, and they have the, the offensive line and the running back to be able to do that. John, I thank you so much. We'll talk to you again soon. Appreciate you coming on the show, man. Hey, my pleasure, G. Bush. You have a great rest of your weekend. All right, you too, man. John Costco with the North Olsen Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.